fantastic, but I'm just going to speak to you for the next few minutes. Parents, does uh, anyone have any kids here who like to ask a lot of questions? Yeah? 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 Well, I can sympathize with that because I'm one of those people. I was one of those kids. I like to ask questions all the time. Uh, You know, I'd say in the car, I'd always say to my mom, you know, when are we going to get there? You know, why is this happening? You know, is... Uh, why does this mean this? What, you know, what's going on? And I guess even today, I probably I ask quite a few questions as well. And I just want to ask you a few questions tonight, if that's okay. Uh, one of the first questions being, have you ever thought, is there more to life than this? Have you ever thought, is there more to life than this? Has anyone here bought anything like fake or non-authentic before? Yeah, I think most of us can say we have. Yeah, definitely. There's only a couple of hands, but I think most of us have. Uh, you know, it, an example would be, you know, instead of spending maybe two or three hundred pounds on a Calvin Klein watch, you might get a, a Gavin Ken watch instead. Uh, that's, that's one of the watches my dad actually does have, a Gavin Ken watch, instead of Calvin Klein. Maybe some of you ladies, uh, instead of, you know, splashing out on an Armani bag, you know, you go to, to, uh, to Primark and you get a Primarni bag instead. You know, maybe that's some of you here tonight. Uh, maybe there's some uh, other people here that, you know, you like to shop at a market, you know. I have to admit, I like getting a bargain. You know, I've been in the position where I've been to Spain, you know, I've seen the clothes out there, and I've seen a jump, and I thought, oh, I'd like to get that. And instead of it actually being Adidas, it's Adidas. I'm thinking, what? Oh, it's, what, what's the difference? Oh, it's, it's about half the price. And, uh, you know, I think we can all sympathize that we've bought fake things. Maybe you're one of those people who likes to get pirate DVDs. You know, when you buy it, it's a lot cheaper. You put it on the TV, then halfway through, you're thinking, Why, what's happened to the picture? Why can't I see the picture? And you realize, oh, someone's just stood up to go to the toilet in the cinema. Yeah, that's what's happened. And uh, I think we can all sympathize and say that we like to buy things that are a little bit cheaper and are not authentic. We get sold things that are fake and are not the real thing. Now, this got me to thinking. It got me thinking about life and thinking, well, what if in life we get sold a fake version of life. What if we actually get given or get told something about life that isn't the real thing? See, I think sometimes we kind of miss the point almost. Going back to that earlier question that I asked, what if there's more to life than this? What if there is something more that is authentic? Now, when I say authentic, authentic meaning of undisputed origin and is not a copy. It's genuine. What if there is more to life? What if we have actually been sold a fake version of this life? What what if we have been sold a version of this life that is less meaningful, that doesn't have a purpose, and that isn't the real thing? Now, I'd like to just turn to a Bible verse. It's one of my favorite Bible verses Uh, It really is. And it's John chapter 10, verse 10. And it's just on the screen here. And it says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. And this is Jesus speaking. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. 
I'm going to read that second part again. It says, I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. See, Jesus doesn't say here, he doesn't say, you know, I have come so that you might have, you know, a little bit of a better life. You know, it's just, you know, it's okay, but it's a little bit better. He doesn't say, you know, I'm going to come so that uh, uh, we can have uh, a life full of boring Christians that, you know, don't really do much. He didn't say, I've come to uh, uh, give you a life that is, uh, you know, just a little bit extra. He says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. A full life, a bigger life, a better life. Now, sometimes I think we, we, we get wrapped up in things. We, you know, we, we, we make our life about maybe that job promotion or getting that car or getting that extra bit of money or about relationships or about something, uh, something materialistic in life. But I just want you to tell you that those things are, are good, but there's so much more to life than that. See, Jesus actually says here, I have come that I might have life and have it to the full. And it says in the Bible that actually you can't have a full and uh, the best life possible without Jesus. Because when Jesus comes, he comes and gives a full life. You see, sometimes it's, it's difficult to know the difference between something that is fake and real. Has, that, has anyone got, you know, sometimes you've bought something fake and you thought, I don't know whether, you know, the difference between the, the fake thing and the real thing. But it's only when you start to use it and you get up and close and personal, personal that you realize it's not the real thing. And it's only when you get the real thing that you think, wow, this is actually so much better. This is better than the, the fake thing that I bought. You know, I, what, I can't believe that I had this, this thing before and I've got something so much better now. The other thing that I think sometimes we get sold is... The idea about God. Another great verse that you all know. John chapter 13 verses 16 to 17 that will come up on the screen. It says, For God so loved the world that gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. I'd like to suggest that maybe some of us as well have been sold the wrong idea about God. See, I go out and I speak to people. I have uh, friends outside the church. And a lot of people think that God is this person upstairs waiting for us to make a mistake. People think that, that God is this person that is shaking down his finger, that is judgmental, that is looking for you to slip up. Almost as saying, oh, Julie, I can't believe you lied again. I can't believe you've done that again. Julie... You've just messed up again. Or maybe, Phil, I cannot believe you've done that again. You've messed up again. Oh, I can't believe it. Oh, David Williams, I can't believe you just made that joke again. Oh, just things like that. And we think that God is a person that's always judgmental, that's shaking his finger at us. But the Bible actually says that God is a God of love, that he loves us more than anything else, more than anything that we could experience. You know, see, some of you people here tonight, you might have uh, a husband, a wife, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, relationships, people who you love. But our love is based on conditions. See, I've got a a girlfriend here tonight. um, And 
Yep. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> and um, you know, me and, me and Joanna, we, we love each other, you know. But the, the reality of it is, if I did something bad to Joanna, something really, really bad, she'd stop loving me. That's the reality. Is that true, Joanna? Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is the reality with, with our love for each other, that if we do something so, so bad, that that person might stop loving you. But the amazing thing about God is, is that his love is unconditional. That means it's not based on any condition. That means whatever you do, whatever circumstance you find yourself in, whatever you've done in your past, it does not matter. Because God still loves you. Anyone agree with me tonight? God still loves you. Uh, also as well, maybe some of you tonight have been sold the wrong idea about church and Christianity. See, I hope that tonight you've really enjoyed. We've had a great time with the kids, haven't we? We've had a great laugh. We like to be lively here. And we really believe that church is a place that is exciting and where you find purpose and where you find God. See, some people, you know, I don't want to, uh, to say anything negative, but sometimes you go to other churches and it's boring. You're sitting there, you're falling asleep. I want to tell you tonight that church, our church, we're not like that at all. And I hope that you found that tonight. That Christianity isn't boring. Christianity is a life to the full. It's something so much greater, so much bigger than any of those things You've seen, and maybe some of you tonight have been sold the wrong idea about Christmas. See, Christmas, we love the festivities here. You know, we've, we've got Christmas trees around the place. We've got great decorations and things like that. Um, but that's, that's not the end of it. I love, personally, I love Christmas dinner. Anyone here love Christmas dinner? I absolutely love Christmas dinner. I love the turkey. I love the stuffing. I love the, oh, I'm not even going to get into it. But I absolutely love Christmas dinner. I love buying presents. Anyone else love buying presents for people? I love receiving presents. Uh, I love spending time with my family at Christmas. I love having a rest. I love uh, having a time where I can just play Xbox. I love being able to watch TV and watch Christmas specials and things like that. And all those things are fantastic, but they're not as fantastic without the real meaning of Christmas. And for some of you that might not know the real meaning of Christmas, the real meaning of Christmas is is that around about 2,000 years ago, uh, God sent his son into the world, Jesus Christ, as a little baby. He didn't come in to judge us or condemn us, but in the verse it said, he came to save us. Jesus grew up, he had a, a perfect life, lived a completely blameless life, but then he died on the cross and rose again so that we could be forgiven. That means that whatever we have done, it doesn't matter because Jesus has paid the price for you tonight. I just want to let some of you guys here know that might have never heard that here before. It does not matter what you've done in your past. It doesn't matter where you've been or, uh, or what you've done. God still loves you and he wants to save you tonight. God's heart is for you this Christmas. God cares about you this Christmas. God loves you this Christmas. Is anyone receiving this tonight? I just want to turn back to John chapter 10, verse 10. 
just write as I bring to a close. I'll read it again. I have come that they might have life and have it to the full. I just want to leave you with that challenge tonight. Maybe some of you have come here tonight and you thought, you know what, I don't really know where my life is going. I don't really know what my purpose is. I don't really know if I I am having a full life. But I want to encourage you tonight. Pick Jesus. Jesus says to you tonight, come and follow me and I will give you a life in all its fullness. I will give you something that you can't get anywhere else. So if everyone could just uh, bow their heads just for this, these next few moments. And I just want to give you uh, an opportunity to respond to that tonight. Now it might be that there's uh, a few people here tonight as well that you've been coming to church for a while. That you've been kind of dabbling in, dabbling out and you haven't quite experienced this life to the full. Maybe this is your first time tonight. All that Jesus says to you tonight is I love you. Is that I want to come and help you. I want to give you a full life. And if you want to respond to this tonight, if you want to respond to this message just as an, as an outward action, you want to respond tonight, if you want to say, God, I want to follow follow you, I want to follow you and have this full life. If you want to respond tonight, I'd just like to ask you to raise your hand in the air. Great. This hand's going up. Just give you a few more moments. Jesus says, I love you. Great. God, we just thank you for your love and for this Christmas message. And God, we thank you that you have come to to give us a full life. And that you're thinking about this this Christmas. God, I just pray for all these people that have raised their hands and for the people that have uh, maybe not raised their hands but felt something in their heart, that God, you just help them, Lord, as they pursue you, that you'd help them to really know you and to know the love that you have for them. That's all for your precious name. In the name of Jesus, amen.